Sports. Howdy, folks, and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, That Would Be Rad. We are a podcast that majors in 80s and 90s nostalgia, comic culture, all things paranormal, and minors in retro video games, tabletop RPGs, pre-internet mysteries, and trying to raise our kids to be half as cool as we were back in the 80s. <laughs> oh, man, some spit just collected right <laughs> at the back of my throat whenever I was in it. We are your hosts, Woody Brown and Tyler Bentz. What's up, bro? <laughs> God, it just makes me feel so good to hear you totally f- up on that intro. Yeah, what's funny is it won't make it in. So. Okay, well, it's there though. It's still there in my in my in my heart. So, yeah. How's your uh, How's your week going, pal? <sighs> okay, look, this is going to be so cliche. Whenever I say this, mm-hmm. moving stuff. Sucks. Oh, yes, yeah, the word. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I, I posted about like trying to get some advice on where I should put and how I should categorize the VHS mm-hmm. on all the shelves and stuff. Yep. And here's the thing because we've gotten a couple of folks like right in and say, like, hey, how's that going? What'd you decide on? Here, here's the God's honest truth. I hadn't gotten to it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there are some things on shelves, but oh, man, it's so hard because. In this uh, in this new room, I bas- basically have less I have less uh, shelf space, mm-hmm. and ultimately I have decided that I'm going to display mainly sort of like the horror collection, mm. and then kind of dive into I don't know, man. I, 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 it's hard for me to to be definitive on that. Although I think I'm going to turn the closet into like almost like a, imagine like a movie rental. Just space, like every surface of that closet is going to be shelf. Mm. You know, that's where I'll put the the VHS. So basically, like, like the back room in a video well, store. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about those bad boys. Yeah, you, you need to put like a, like the about? the bead curtain too. Dude, that was always so <laughs> sketchy. But those were only yeah. that was only in like the local. Like maybe mm-hmm. you can correct me on this. I don't really know. There's no way that they had that kind of stuff in like Blockbuster. Ah. There wasn't like a special room. But I don't if you think go it was to a special local video stores. You like look at the guy and you're like, "Hey man, you uh, we're looking for more of the uh, adult." Huh. Okay. I wouldn't think that Blockbuster could have that. I I think they had like a section though. Yeah, I don't know, and I mean, I'm not even just talking about. Of course, you know, you go there, but I wasn't talking about like triple <laughs> X stuff here. What were uh, you I was talking, talking about, about, like, you know, like, Faces <clears throat> of Death and, like, those kind of, like... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm talking about with, with uh, uh, I uh, think, all that adult was stuff. Was that what you're talking about? <laughs> I think all that... No, it, in the in the local video stores, it was definitely just, like, a, a porn shack it, oh, okay. in the back. But I'm talking about, like, the... I think all that kind of adult stuff was just in one section. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't know because I didn't <clears> watch that stuff, so, you know. <laughs> Dude, I, you know what's hilarious? This is coming from about, the guy who... Who has Just told me at length no, no, the minute marker for Time Cop? <laughs> stop it. There's never enough time. 
Never enough for what? Dude, you know what's hilarious to think about? It's like, first there were like these giant big, quote unquote, like big corporation rental mm-hmm. places. And then there were like some, sh- you know, like offshoots, like movies. And like the outside was painted up like a cow. I mean, not exactly clever, but okay. I don't okay. Really remember that. Oh, yeah, we had one uh, in Delonago where I went to college. Huh. And then there was like, um, sometimes they got, you know, they were just done with being creative and it would just be you know, video rental. Yeah, yeah. And then there were just like <clears throat> little small stores. And then there, there's like rental places in the grocery store, you know, like the Ingles where you guys are. Oh, at. yeah. It's just crazy to think about, dude. Yeah, it was because it was just Ingles video. Yeah, just right over there on the uh, yeah. to the side, right whenever you walk in, you're like, yep. "Oh, I mean, I guess I'll rent a movie." I can't I mean, that was broccoli. I guess I'll rent a movie. It was smart, man. Yeah, yeah. I feel like all those mom and pop ones usually eventually just got bought up by Blockbuster. Movie Gallery, Movie Gallery was another one. Oh, well, so I think Movie Gallery in Cleveland was eventually bought up by Blockbuster. Mm. The video store, I remember that was one. Yeah. Hey, you know Luke's dad had videos years ago trust me man in the satellite store you you want me to tell you something that's extreme i hope luke's listening right now Mm -hmm. luke told me this a while back and it's like one of the most tragic things in the world Mm. so they sold that store and when they did Mm -hmm. they had like every single vhs that you can even imagine Mm -hmm. right and i think if i remember remember the story correctly Luke's dad, the owner, like asked the Merv. people that bought it, like, yeah, you guys, you know, what do you want me to do? And they're like, throw them out. Every single one of those VHS tapes, bro, ended up in a dang dumpster. Oh, my God. Yeah, just, just like, it, I just feel like that sort of, in a way, that style of shopping, you know, those like shopping centers, what do you call like strip malls, I guess is mm-hmm. what they call them? Yeah. That is such like an 80s and 90s thing, and it's kind of like slowly, gradually sort of just turned into, you know... There's really not a whole lot of stuff in there. But it used to be such a cool thing to be like, man, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go. You know, there's a Wendy's right there in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. We're going to pick up, you know, a couple burgers. And then we'll go to the video store and, uh, you know, maybe even a KB Toys, something, you know. Yeah. And it was yeah. just like this event. And now you just, you know, order it on Amazon. I mean, the only toy store that I remember in Cleveland or the only place that really had toys was we had a Big G. Do you remember those? I don't think anybody does, but uh, it was not like a real a, thing. It was almost like a, it was in shopping malls, but it was like a sort of miniature, oh, well, I guess about the size of like a little bit bigger than like a dollar store, but it had mm-hmm. like, I remember that's where I got my Bob the Goon figure and all my Keaton oh, yes. 89 yes. Batmans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is so fun. Like, thank God we ended up talking about toys. So in this move, mm-hmm. right, that I've been doing, you know, like I've... I, the cool, th- okay, moving sucks, yes. Yeah. But the cool thing about it is it does give you the opportunity to kind of find some stuff that you're like, man, what am I doing with this still, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm more of like a pack rat in comparison to my wife, for example, who's same. just like, eh, don't need it, throw it out. Exactly. Like, no, 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 this is the cardboard box that I've had since I was three. It's just wild. So anyway, it gives yeah. me the opportunity, though, to kind of like go through stuff and in a way, sort of like use that as the opportunity to kind of justify why I need to keep something. But yeah. in doing so, I always uncover something that I've kind of forgotten about, which, you know, in her mind is the primary reason why I should just get should rid of it anyway. Because mm-hmm. I didn't even know I had it yeah. or I forgot about it. Well, anyway, dude, I found 
this like handful of like toys figures mm-hmm. that man I have been oh god I don't know it's like for the last 15 20 years or so every time I kind of see them I'm like oh man I remember that toy but I have no idea where it's from and if you're a long-time listener you'll remember that I spent a large part of my childhood living overseas uh, because of my dad's job and stuff and mm-hmm. A lot of times, some of the toys or movies, well, in other words, there was a lot of pirated sort of material over there, knockoffs, oh, I mean, just yeah. all kinds of stuff, right? And so for the majority of of my, I guess, adult years, I've always kind of thought, well, these are probably just, you know, some crummy knockoff that my parents were like, fine, you can get it, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And I always thought, well, that's probably what it is. Well, there's so much cool technology out there right now mm-hmm. that there's got to be a way for me to, I don't know, look up this toy. So I would, at first, I started like Googling characteristics of this figure, something like, you know, uh, buck teeth, looks like an elf. It took forever. And then I That's like... the show title, by the way. Yeah, buck teeth, <laughs> looks like an elf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's amazing. And I ended up using Google Lens, which basically you can search, you know, you can search like a plant leaf and it'll kind of populate similar plants and stuff that look like that you can you can get really specific so i was like i wonder if this will work and right away dude it worked so Mm. if you have any like toys or anything that you're like i wonder what this is from this is the resource to use man because i was able to find so much stuff that like took me down memory lane things that like man i never would have remembered in a million years things that I barely even remember even after like watching like I don't remember this show Mm -hmm. I kind of do you know what I mean like there's no way I could have brought back this in memory whatsoever because a lot of these things especially in the 80s you know there were so many I don't think this happens now but again I could be wrong my kids are more into retro stuff anyway Mm -hmm. I'm so envious of that anytime there was like a movie anytime there was like a a cartoon there's just this huge movement of toys that would accompany it you know like the marketing i mean was just you know you could say that it all kind of started with the star wars figures and stuff and that campaign star just, war it, stars war uh ignited like kids interest in all this stuff anyhow dude i have a couple of these that i would love to show you and see if you remember these figures or toys or shows mm. in some cases and also oh i love it uh in doing this i found like a lot of interesting facts about these things and i'm like oh man i never knew that and it just kind of took me down memory lane so if you're down oh dude i love it after these messages we'll be right back there's something new in gotham city it's batman like you've never seen him before hey joker a battery surprise missed me time for a change that disguise won't work joker no try this so long batman that jet wings out You've got great new weapons, Batman, but I don't run out of tricks. You'll need them. Batman, the Dark Knight Collection. Batman like you've never seen them before, each sold separately. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. 
Download the new Bumble now. It's a pretty good place. If you're a Martian. Or a vampire. Or a vampire. I think you really know what's happening around here, don't you? Fighters for truth, justice, and the American way. Hey, this is Woody. And this is Tyler. And you're listening to That Would Be Rad. And now, back to our show. Okay, have a look at this guy. Well, these two guys. Do you remember these guys? What? Uh, Dude, I don't... Don't remember it at all? Is the first one from Dungeons & Dragons? Here's here's the ultimate answer. Both of them are not from Dungeons and Dragons. They're from the same show. The first one, this bucktooth elf-looking yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. That's how I, you know, described it. This is from a, a TV show called Black Star, and it's it's what's called. Now wait for this just amazing, just super creative name for this creature. Mm-hmm. It's a trobit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, I love it. Let's check out the original intro of this. Let's watch it together. John Blackstar, astronaut. Oh, cool. Is swept through a black hole into an ancient alien universe. Trapped on the planet Sagar, Blackstar is rescued by the tiny Trobit people. In turn, he joins their fight for freedom against the cruel overlord. Who rules by the might of the Power Star. The Power Star is split into the Power Sword and the Star Sword. And so, with Star Sword in hand, Black Star, together with his allies, sets out to save the planet Sagar. This is his destiny. I am John Black Star. Man, okay, just... I out of the game. vaguely remember this? remember this. I didn't really remember much of it except for that sort of like shapeshifter dude that they showed. And I don't know if they, they don't really get into it in this like show intro. Mm-hmm. But the other toy that I have here, this like sort of light blue, you know, with orange arms and stuff. Yeah. He's this like shapeshifter dude. And he's the one that it, I vaguely remember, I feel like. Yeah, dude. Now, did he, did he, ha- and I may be. Th- like misremembering this to and thinking of the the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon, but did he have like a stick that could like? God, that almost sounded real weird. That could grow. <laughs> like, that, I don't like. I don't know. I don't. Maybe I don't. Maybe man. I mean, the funny thing is though is like, I mean, obviously the Trobit. I mean, rip off, right? Rip but off. like looking at the animation, real mm-hmm. quick. Do you? Did, is there something that it? Really looks exact, almost exactly like. Oh, it looks just like Thundar the Barbarian. Okay, and uh, also Blackstar because he rides like he's his, like the little green dragon looking thing, and the bad guy looks kind of like Devilman Thirteen, but I don't know if that's too mm-hmm. deep of a cut anime. I don't know. What do you think? Well, it looks to me like the animation looked just like the He Man show. Oh yeah, I mean okay, they all so kind of did though. Here's, I mean, but this looks, dude. It's exactly like the face and everything. So mm-hmm. let me just tell you a little bit about this because I had, number one, completely forgotten about the show altogether. And then number two, had no idea about it. So Black Star is an American 
animated science fantasy television series that was produced in 1981. Mm -hmm. The series had many notable similarities to He-Man and Masters of the Universe, which was produced shortly afterward by the same people. And John Black starred, the premise of it all, is he's an astronaut from Earth. He's stranded on this planet called Sagar, which, okay, mm. after his spacecraft was swept into a black hole, taking him to an ancient alien universe. So he ends up aligning himself with these, like, cute little characters called Trobits. They're kind of like, you know, yeah, I mean, they're kind of like a hobbit, really, except no hairy feet. They're like little short elf-looking creatures. But as they're, and, like, standing around, it's, like, very sort of, uh, uh, like... Like the seven dwarves kind of. Yes, exactly. You know, it's like a mix between them. Yeah. Like I'm sure they're they have like they sort of represent those kind of like archetypes. Like here's the nerdy one that can build mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. The one that I have is uh, his name is actually Carpo, and he's the carpenter. So they got real creative with wow. with names here. He so he's allied with like these trobits and this shape changing thing. Uh, person called his name's Clone with a K, pretty interesting. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the Dragon Warlock and Mara the Enchantress. And then Galoob, that company Galoob, produced action figures around 1983 to 1985, even after the show was canceled, trying to tap into the, the He-Man boom, which must have worked because that's why I have both of these. You know, and I, I didn't even remember where they came from. I just thought like, oh, they're, they kind of fit into, you know, the He-Man vehicles. And so they're the same size, you know, the scale mm -hmm. is the same. So you can kind of just play with them at the same time, sort of. Yeah. 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 I, like, I wonder how many of you listeners remember this cartoon, because I think it was, I mean, again, it was only on for like maybe a season or two. Mm -hmm. Did you have any of these toys? Do you remember this shapeshifter toy? What's cool about the shapeshifter is he comes with like a, this like hard plastic, almost like bodysuit that turns him into like an orange wolf. Hmm. Really, really cool. I used to love that kind of stuff, man. All yeah, the things too. that came with the toys yeah. was always just equally as cool. You know, one of those things that I that I often think about is like, you know, one. I mean, like you're doing now, how you happen to like go through some old stuff and like, like you know, you you run across these toys, like you know, like I said earlier, like Bob the Goon, that '89 Batman figure. Mm -hmm. It's like. How did that happen? Like, as kids, how did we end up with these, like, totally random auxiliary toys? Oh, dude, because you had people like, uh, well, Batman's a little different because I wanted it all. But yeah. Had, right. Like, the reason my household had that was because I had people like my brother. And I was laughing about this with him on the phone yesterday, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the one. He was trying to tell me that, like, okay, so I have this, like, Terminator 2 figure that is just like it's the terminator but oh, I have a cool one. you know all metal and like if you hold them underneath the light the eyes glow red and it's really cool mm. and he was like yeah you know i got that i was like mm, i don't think so pal you were all he was always the one that was like i'm in the store we're trying to pick out like we're using like our money that we earned or something mm -hmm. like together and, uh, like combined well just like he's asking me like what he should get kind of thing <laughs> or actually you know more realistically, I'm probably just telling him what he should be getting instead right. because yeah. he's picking out the the dumb you stuff. know the Jurassic Park just like the it's just guy guy 
I'm like, dude, this guy is not even in the movie. And he's like, yeah, but it's got a cool vest he's like, or something. It's Whatever. John Hammond. I'm like, dude, get a get the T-Rex, man. But this guy comes with a net that you can shoot. I'm like, this guy is not even in the movie. <laughs> Come on. So dude. That's how you get those random characters, dude, because you got little brothers that are just yeah. like, yeah, but this one, it shoots a net. I mean, I do see that a lot with my youngest. She's four. <laughs> It'll be like an immediate eye roll from... Amelia, yeah. you know, to see the stuff that she picks out. It, it's so funny, dude. But with with toys that were associated with huge movie franchises such as mm-hmm. Jurassic Park or, you know, the 89 Batman. Yeah. It's like I wanted everything, you know. It didn't matter how, like, random that character was. Same with Dick Tracy. I was like know, that with G.I. Joe. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Ninja Turtles. You know, big time. All that stuff. It's like it didn't matter, man. If it came from that then that's what I wanted, you know? Yeah. I always wanted, so I, I've, I, it's funny because my, my daughter Amelia, my oldest, she's eight. She, uh, she's exact, we're exactly the same way in this. Like, we like these figures that are like sort of smaller scale. And mm-hmm. for me, it was always like cool because you could just like shove a ton of them in your pocket, you know? Like Micro Machine scale or like? No, no, no. Well, I did love Micro Machines as a yeah, kid. Yeah. But the, no, 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 like sort of like G.I. Joe scale, like the, three yeah three and a half three and a half inch or whatever yeah i love that little scale i mean i like the a little bit bigger but like i never liked the he-man size or like the thundercats mm. size mm-hmm. that was always so big but i did always want the silverhawks toys oh yeah dude yeah i have those i had the cr- the crappy orange kid yeah he was like the young like jokester bluegrass was my yeah, brother's favorite he was awesome you know he was awesome and mm-hmm. i you know the main guy was mine. Also, boy, what a what a funny I mean, literally you could you could overlay a Silverhawks episode with Thundercats and they were I mean the same like <laughs> <laughs> like almost the exact same characters even. Pretty close. All right, check out this other thing. Okay, now everyone that grew up when we did is gonna remember my pet monster, right? Yeah, oh yeah, I had one, yep. So check this out, okay. This thing, again, like I always grew up thinking like, oh, it's like a little My Pet Monster sort of like soft figure. It's about like maybe an inch and a quarter tall. It's like a little sort of almost the same sort of like feeling as like an eraser, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dude, do do you remember? Like we had so many of these little things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean like, do you remember Muscle Men? Oh, dude, I had a ton of muscle. A ton of those things, right? Yeah. Well, this kind of was trying to compete with that, essentially. Mm-hmm. And again, growing up, I always thought this was, and, and folks listening, I know this is more of a visual, like I'm showing Tyler these random toys. But of course, we're going to put this on the Instagram so you can see them. Mm-hmm. This isn't my pet monster. In fact, what I found, and this isn't like exclusive to being overseas, but in around 1986, this company called Soma put out a series of figures called Master, and this is the Monster Man (laughs) series. Now, it's hilarious to see, like, they copied everything from, like, if you remember My Pet Monster, it had, like, the little handcuffs. Handcuffs. Although this looks more like bondage with the... Well, it does look (laughs) a little weird, but you you can tell they're just like, I don't know, man, we got a little mold here that we'll use. Yeah, right. That's about all. Anyway, they also had like a series called like Master Karate, Master Karate. I don't remember any of this. Ninja stuff. wrestlers, like they were trying to really capitalize on all of the things mm-hmm. 
they were popular back in 86. You had Karate Kid, you had WWF, mm-hmm. but they had like little ripoffs, man, yeah. of of things. And what kind of separated them from things like the Muscle Men figures is Muscle Men, for those of you that are trying to recall like what that was, they were probably a little bit smaller than this. And they were just like flesh tone. Yeah, just one color. No, paint. but they had like a bunch of different. Like, do you remember the guy? He was like a he had like hammer hands kind of thing. Uh, kind of. Yeah. They they came in that like tub. It was yeah, like a yeah. Small yeah. little like tub. Yeah. That's what was oh. so cool, man. Back in the day, I mean, it was like five or six bucks, and you got a whole like bucket of them. Yeah, dude. So cool. Yeah. Gone are those days. So I couldn't really find out much about this one in particular, other than it just was definitely not associated with my pet monster. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the kind of hard thing about going through. There are cool, like, websites that you can look up figures on. Like, there's figurerealm.com. <laughs> I mean, I know our, our buddies over at Wizards here in our hometown. Yep. You know, Dustin probably has all of these. He, he's gonna, he knows all these. Yeah. Guaranteed. Sure. Yeah. So I just thought of this. So you're talking about like these figures. So you would have been in Indonesia probably. Do you remember? So I remember there was always like, and the only reason you would ever end up buying these things is like to use them as like bad guys. Or if you knew you were going to like blow them up or like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There was always like the GI Joes. And then there were always like the blister pack, you know, Mm -hmm. like three to six in a pack. And they looked just like G.I. Joe's, but the paint wasn't that great. Oh, yeah, dude. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and that, like you saying, like like the ninjas and then like the, basically the the G.I. Joe, you know, ripoffs. Like they were, they were always those. So I wonder if like the kids overseas were getting more of the that crappy? stuff. Maybe, man. I don't, I don't you know. know. Wow. Oh, wait a minute, dude. I remember. Yeah, I remember this, this Monster Man Car yeah. looks really similar. I never had any, but I mean, it definitely looks. You know, I mean, it, I mean, at first I would say it was a ripoff of my pet monster, but actually, by looking at it, it almost looks more like old school. Um, you know, like uh, like those seventies like gnomes. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the painter. I have like the book somewhere around here in the studio, but you know, there'd be like this watercolor like gnome, and it would always show like like topless gnome, the mm-hmm. wife. I don't. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> yeah, I'll just. Yeah, it was this old gnome book that I remember seeing in the library as a kid, and I bought it strictly out of nostalgia because I saw it at like a store, yeah, several years ago. But it's very like, I mean, the folklore in the book is like pretty, pretty legit. I mean, you can tell that it's based off of like, like serious, you know, early, 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 you know, Germanic and mm-hmm. and you know, folklore and stuff. This almost looks a little bit like like the trolls in that thing. Yeah, but they're yeah, I, I agree. And it's like, but also like I don't know if it's my memory. I tried so hard, man, to find anything about this, but I feel like was there like I feel like there was a cartoon, you know? Like or it was close enough to the maybe. to the My Pet Monster cartoon or books or whatever that I you know, maybe that's I mean maybe they, they still it's still working. I mean, you know, boy, it's still if you, tricking me. Yeah, if you if you look at that, if you zoom in that the center painting, the purple one, yeah. I mean, that looks straight up my <laughs> pet monster. Yeah, yeah, I had a my pet monster, and I don't even know, dude. There, I think you can sell those puppies. Really? Bucks? Oh yeah. I remember just especially like, if it's in good condition. Yeah, I mean, it, w- it was just sitting at my grandmother's for pretty much my whole childhood. I, I never had one. 
No, I promise I'm not being judgmental when I say that. I wasn't into like stuffed animal stuff because like I was the kid that like if I woke up in the middle of the night, I just saw like a shape, I'd be like, <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so I didn't want any of that. Well, I, you know, I don't know how I would have ended up with that. Like maybe it was one of those when I would go to my dad's or something and mm-hmm. it was like a Christmas thing where it's like we don't really know what he likes, but, you know, that kind of situation. Yeah. Maybe – I mean, the only thing I, I do remember being, like, really loving, like, using those handcuffs. Whoa. Uh, well, no, 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 because they had, like, mm-hmm. they had, like, the little, like, the little groove in it so you could, like, break them. Yeah, yeah, You know, that yeah, was, yeah. like, the big thing. And I remember loving that. So maybe I got it literally just to get those plastic handcuffs, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, we talked about this before. Like, you were really into, like, the, the spy stuff. Right? Oh, like dude! I was invisible ink and like. Oh man, yeah, like the sunglasses, the spy sunglasses. Oh yeah, dude. There, there was a and and it used to be stuff that you would see like in the back of comics. You know, kind of cheap, sort of. What was the catalog like the that everybody would buy like the cheap toys out of back in the day? Yeah, I, I don't know what that was, but I never, um, I never. I always wanted to order like whatever they're like. Get the grab bag for a dollar. I did yes. that. I, I I actually bought several of those, and they were always just not not great. Oh, I mean, I remember there was I specifically remember this, and I still have the tube of this. It was like make smoke with your fingers. Oh my! I, I, need to, I remember I need to, stuff like that. Yeah. I need to bring this bring this no, over you to probably, you. Probably no, 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 no. Keep that away from me dude <laughs> well, there's no, no doubt it's probably pure mercury no 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 listen and, listen how funny this is so i think i mean it smells straight up like some sort of like motor oil like machine oh, yeah. lubricant sure. something and so basically you put it on your your thumb and your middle finger like you're like snapping right and you just keep snapping 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 and then it it starts to like little little bits began to sort of like fly off as you're mm-hmm. snapping so it like has the appearance of like smoke mm. it's so cheap and so crappy but i, I don't know i still kind of love it guaranteed to cause some sort of disease <laughs> yeah for sure they don't sell that anymore i, I mean, mean i used to love all that kind of stuff uh and be fascinated by it, you know mm-hmm. like especially invisible ink man you would like write some message dude we have some at the house amelia got it at some uh wasn't book, a book fair, but it was some kind of yeah. like little thing at school. God, that dude, it's pretty awesome. It's still awesome. But uh, yeah, yeah. But no, the spy stuff. I was. It was so funny that it was like such a big, um, like trend in the eighties. Like I remember, I was obsessed with with Cloak and Dagger, mm-hmm. that movie where the kid was kind of like a spy a little mm-hmm. bit, and mm-hmm. then like, oh, I was a massive, massive fan of Encyclopedia Brown. Oh, yeah. Those were kind of like the, sort of like the updated version of, I guess, like the Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys and Nancy stuff, Nancy Drew. Yeah. Those were always a little, I mean, I liked them, but I remember, I think because I knew they were from like the 60s, you yeah, know. 50s and stuff. But yeah. yeah, or 50s, yeah. I don't know. They never. There were some good adventures of the Hardy Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They're cool, but like, I think once I discovered Encyclopedia Brown, it was like, oh, this is like. This is what I'm, you know, yeah. this is closer to, like, what I'm into. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that like, I remember I had a ton of this stuff. And this is as I was getting older, like, into yeah, my... 25, 26. <laughs> 30s. <laughs> no, but this would have been, like, later when I was, like, using my own money. So, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 11, 12, 13, maybe. Mm-hmm. This company called Spy Tech. Mm-hmm. I know I've mentioned it on the show. But, like, man, I still have, like, the 
like there's like a vest vest which is like basically like a I mean it's, it's literally a fishing vest with just like all these like pockets but like it was marketed so well that it like it's like oh this pocket holds this thing that you have to buy and it's like I had like the little camera that would fit in like the little like good and plenty box Oh, yes. So it looked yes. like you're holding up like a box of candy and you could like take mm-hmm. pictures with it. Yeah, that stuff was so cool, man. I, I miss that. Like, I don't know. I, that, like, dude, it's still, here's the thing. It's still stuff. around. And I'll tell you why I know that. No matter what vacation or what, like, oh, let's go to the muse- uh, let's go to the aquarium or let's go to, I mean, places that shouldn't <laughs> have spy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. My kids, like, no, no joke, man. We went to this children's museum in like, I think it was Indianapolis. It was it was amazing. And we go through the gift shop, which is the last place you go before you oh, leave, of course. Always. And I'm like, guys, and this was like towards the end of the, <laughs> the of the trip. And so we're just like a little like shopped out here. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I just know what my kids are gonna go for. And they're like, but there's this foam sword. I'm like, that has nothing to do. It's again, it's like the yeah. uh, my me being a parent version of telling my little brother, like, that guy's not even in the movie, you know? Right. Yeah. And of course, my son comes with this, like, I mean, just, these things are so, like, crappy. But I get the appeal. But it's, like, this, like, voice recorder changer thing oh, yeah. that records mm-hmm. about a three-second clip. Dude, I would have been obsessed. And it's, like, but the way that they, like, on the packaging, it's just such bull crap. Dude. Yeah, It's yeah. just so funny. And it's, like, night vision goggles. And it's just, like, a green yeah, I remember tinted those. thing. Mm-hmm. He gets that stuff, or he used to, all the time. And so I started putting a kibosh on it, man. I was yeah. like, no. From now on, get something that you're going to remember because this stuff ends up broken. And literally, dude, he, yeah. you know, finally, he was like, but this is when I want to use my money. And I'm like, okay, fine. Broke in the car. Yeah. Literally 10 minutes later, I've instilled in my kids, like, you know, because I still have a lot of my old school toys, mm-hmm. I'm always kind of telling them, like, look, you know, I had crap like this too, but it doesn't last ever because it's not good. <laughs> you yeah, know, right. like, go after, like, oh, cool, you're into Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. You know, look for one of those, like, model kits. Build that thing, man. You can use my, like, workshop. And, you know, I've got lights, magnifying glasses, everything you need. Mm-hmm. Get something like that that's going to, like, last the 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 time test of or, time uh, i think is yeah the test of the time test, yeah. and not like a crappy device that's going to break in the car 10 minutes later anyway yeah. did you ever get into like were you like a model guy like <sighs> dude it's so funny that you say that i mean i understand why you would think that because of how good looking i am <laughs> okay i was approached several times so stupid. Kind of, no uh yes but this is hilarious dude like, I ah, it's bowl so cut funny. magazine. We need a cover bowl cut model. magazine. We look. <laughs> we are trying to feature. We're trying to be a little bit more inclusive. You're you're going to represent like the chubby Hispanic, very like almost like you know the puffy. We need a puffy sort of looking kid. Mm-hmm. You know, like husky. Uh, husky is yeah. a great word. We've got a new husky section. Yeah, and we need. <laughs> we would love for you to represent it. Got bowl uh, anyway. cut magazine. Hey, Just speaking of magazines, cut. real quick. Were you a fan of highlights back in the day? Oh yeah. Yeah, me too. Man. Highlights, you know, the Boy Scout magazine that came out. I never got into that. Well, that's because you weren't in Boy Scouts. Not a problem. I wasn't Boy Scouts. Like, um, so I sort of had a, had a uh, sort, of, sort of a sore subject as a kid, mm-hmm. as a as a Cub Scout type type person. He's like, oh god, here he comes with his mittens. Here he is again. <laughs> he just can't stop scratching people. <laughs> <laughs> Have we no, told uh, that story on here? Uh,
We will return after these messages. Hey, this is Bryce Johnson from the Bigfoot Collectors Club, and you're listening to Tyler and Woody on That Would Be Rad, because that is rad. Hold on just a second. What was the question before the mag- the Highlights magazine? Uh, we are talking about detective stuff, cheap toys. I don't know, man. I think the interesting thing about, like, just all these toys and stuff in general, like this one that I, I don't know if you remember any of these, like, these this these bone age toys yeah i saw that i don't think i remember those what was cool about these these came out in like 87 88 they were kind of i think they were done by kenner and at yep, the time the i think they were kind of trying some new stuff and it was sort of a mix of you would get these little like mm, little figures that would go with like a dinosaur and the mm-hmm. dinosaurs you'd actually like put together i mean it's weird because i f- i feel like i'd I, I remember the little, like, caveman figure, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't remember the, the dinosaurs at all. Yeah, his, you, you're referring to Crag the Clubber. <laughs> yeah, right. He's the chief of the stone club. Oh, man, that's awesome. And what was cool about the dinosaurs, you could make the T-Rex, and this is the one that we had. I don't have the T-Rex anymore, unfortunately, but, like, you could create just the dinosaur as it, as it is, or mm-hmm. you could, like, make structures out of it. I mean, it's kind of a weird concept. Yeah. A lot of cocaine and stuff was happening in the mm-hmm. 80s, I feel like, with some of these toy ideas you know one of the things that like always i never liked as a kid is so i was always like really really into like i mean i'm sure you too like the sort of like like fantasy you know like knights and dragons and wizards and mm-hmm. it was all like that and so you would see this this sort of like caveman motif thrown around a lot yeah. like like thunder yeah. the barbarian what was it the like planetoids or, or no what am i thinking of where there was like another sort of like yeah, i don't remember dude, basically like what you're caveman. saying yeah um, i wasn't super into it either i always hated that man like there was something yeah. that just immediately turned me off like um this is probably one of my brother's toys <laughs> no no no. but like even even shows like would it have been like Beastmaster? like now Beastmaster, i was a fan of i did like like him too but i'm trying to think there was one of those that was more more sort of like a primitive, like less fantasy, more like like Neanderthal kind of like yeah caveman. I don't know. I just hate. I just hated that. Yeah, it wasn't as fun. Was and I mean, really, I was somewhat limited in liking a lot of that stuff. It basically it that's wasn't like had. cool, like He Man, mm-hmm. right? It just wasn't. You know, I was more into GI Joes, Transformers. Yeah, same. Do you remember that show, Mask? Oh, dude, I had. I think we talked about this before. I think we did too. I the only one I had, I had a buddy who had like all of them, and they were so cool, man. Yeah, dude. Um, because they were kind of like. They were basically like Transformers, but mm-hmm. then you had a little figure that could actually like ride in them. Yeah, you didn't have to take a college course to figure out how to make it <laughs> oh, a car again. Dude, even now, man, I went in, uh, I mean, I do appreciate this. I don't know if they've always done this, but I've never noticed. But when my girls are like, you know, they'll get in and out of stuff. I mean, it's pretty mm-hmm. pretty yeah. consistent with, or inconsistent, really. But like, 
you know, they'll they'll get into Transformers and like I always try to find like RC or like the girl ones, you know, like the pink ones. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it'll be like 28 steps. And I'm like, Jesus. Man. Oh, my God. No, no, no. They didn't do that back in the day. Yeah, I don't I remember, remember that either. You'd be at your friend's house and, and you'd be like, oh, crap. He goes to the bathroom and you just straight up broke. Optimus Prime. <laughs> And you're like, yeah. oh, man, how am I going to blame this on his little sister? Yeah. Hey, Espe- hey, uh, hey Lucy, hold this for a second. <laughs> what? And I'm like, hey, bro, she just broke Optimus Prime. Especially just, like those those old ones that were like metal. Yeah, like the metal ones. But then it was weird because like, I mean, they were like like cast, you know, like. Yeah, dude. They, like, they were like, you know, at least about a 15 pound figure yes, there. Solid, solid. And but then there would be like the the cheapest little like plastic part. Like right mm-hmm. beside that heavy, th- so they were kind of easy to break, you know. Oh, dude, broke them a million times. Yeah, M- messed up stuff. Like I, you know, that same guy. I mean, I felt bad about it because you know his sister ended it like he threw the figure at her head. I mean, it just you know, it was a different time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I was gonna say though is, I had a buddy who had all, and they were amazing. The only one that I had was like a green. I think it was like a motorcycle that could turn into a helicopter. I think it was even called like mm. Switchblade. Oh man, I like it. I need to look it up. But uh, but yeah, it was they they were really cool. I, I was always, I always would see like commercials for the show. Mm-hmm. It's Mask, where illusion is the ultimate weapon. Yeah! Mask, Boulder Hill playset with action figures. So you put it together. Prepare for battle. This is no innocent gas station. Activate freeze ray. <laughs> Nobody stops the evil jackhammer. Vehicle sold separately with action figure. Oh yeah. But I never could like find the show. Oh really, dude? I man, I loved that show. I mean, I only I think I've seen it like only a few times, but I always it was like one of those shows that I always wanted to yeah like find. I just never could. Were you ever a fan of like GoBots? Uh, like I always thought it was not as cool as Transformers, and so I think we had a couple, but mm-hmm. not you know. In fact, like I think it may have had one Transformer, mm-hmm. and then it was just kind of like I waited until they. They made them plastic, and then there's like, oh, okay, there's only three moves in this one. Yeah, the whole like bottom half like rotates, and there now he's got legs. Like I, yeah, yeah, I got pretty. Go- oh, that's what you asked me, dude. Was I ever a model guy? Oh, oh, right, right, right. And here's like the thing: I had very little patience whenever I was a kid, and yeah. also just like same. I was terrible at. My brother was always so good. Like we would get the same model, mm-hmm. and I remember specifically one time it was right after. You know, we watched Top Gun or something. So we went to the store and, you know, we got all this stuff, you know, like the glue, the special glue, the thing, the this, the that. And we get these F-14 Tomcat models. Mm. And They did always be, look really cool. Dude, they look so cool, right? Yeah. And the thing that sucked about them, though, is, well, two things. One, 10,000 parts. You know, you had to, like, carefully yeah. remove the parts so that nothing was broken mm-hmm. and my brother's parts would always be perfect right and i didn't you know i didn't want to have like any like little bits that were sticking out and i would just be like god this thing is not and then crack so oh, now i've yeah. got like a broken you know whatever yeah and i'm like come on he's like you know he was always good at like calming me down hey man don't worry <laughs> you know we can glue it back this is my younger brother right, right? soft and I, Nino. yeah and i'm like come on man this sucks and you know it's all your fault, man. You made a noise and I broke the... Yeah. And then the other thing that sucked about it was once you finally got it put together, it looked pretty good. hmm But the decals that came with it, you had to soak in warm water first. Oh, like the watermark decals. And then decals. carefully... Yeah. 
placed them on the thing. Guess how many flipping stickers I had or decals that would just be like ripped as hell. Mm-hmm. Almost every one. Yeah. And so my models always came out looking like, oof. And my brothers were like, perfect. And yeah. so I just kind of like gave up on the models yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I was like that too. I think I had like, I mean, not a lot. Like maybe like two or three, like my whole childhood. And like, I know exactly what you're talking about because they were always in the, um, you know, and you'd see this with like, like a lot of the GI Joe like vehicles and stuff, mm-hmm. or and it maybe even like yeah, the accessories. Yeah. Like they yeah. would come in like those, like the mold where you would have to like mm-hmm. twist them and break them out. Yeah, you know, and like with those models, it was the same kind of thing. But I mean, if you didn't do it so delicately, like what you're talking about, they would just mm-hmm. snap in half. Right in half. Because it was just so, like, such, so tiny, like, yeah. these and parts. what I didn't know at the time was they actually make, like, specialized, uh, well, I mean, I don't know if you want to call them scissors, but, like, uh, what would you call that, like, snips Like or snips, something? yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, that help you. Hmm. And I said I didn't know at the time. I can guarantee I'm, I was like, Mom, Dad, I mean, look at this. Then they're like, we're not getting that. <laughs> That's the why God gave already fingers. Fly, the model's already flapped. We're not getting that. Yeah. Now, they were pretty expensive. Yeah. I went, oh, I mean, yeah, maybe like 10 or 15 bucks. I mean, back then that was. But it took, you know, it, it was a good investment, though, of money. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's going to take time, you know, energy. I can already, and maybe it's unfair of me, like I'm already sort of predicting how my kids would handle that based on their just personalities and behavior. Mm-hmm. Here's what I bet would happen. I'd be super excited about it. They'd be like, yes, man, this one's Goku doing, you know, whatever. Yeah. Then they get the model, something breaks, or they're just like, yeah, this is pretty cool, Dad, but. Yeah. Can I go can I go outside? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean there's definitely the and it, I mean it was like this always. Like you would see the thing on the box and it was like this is incredible. This is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. And then you open it up and it's all like that dull yeah, gray one color. color. Yeah, it just yeah. Ah, oh, I've got to paint it too. Yeah, right. Mm. Now, I do remember as a kid I was this kid who would obsess over, I mean, I'm still obsessing as an adult over things, but like I would obsess over like the little guy mm-hmm. in in the model set. Like for example, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. Uh, the pilot. Yeah, the pilot. Yeah. But I spe- this, here's another example. Uh, the X-Men board game, which I still have it yeah. all, like the Danger Room game or whatever. I specifically bought that game. I spent like, I mean, it was like, 30 bucks or something. Crappy, crappy game. Like, everything's cardboard. But the only reason I bought it is because you got these, like, one and a half inch, like, you know, single, one color. Like, I think mine were all blue. Little, like, X-Men figures. The weird thing is, and if you guys know anything about this, I actually may have mentioned this before, but our good buddy Ed Pisker over at the Cartoonist Kayfabe podcast and, and YouTube channel, mm-hmm. he, he posted... This was maybe a year or so ago. He posted those same figures. His were like completely painted, though. I wonder if he did he paint them? No. And I, and I, cause I asked, I was like, dude, how did you get this? He's like, they were, that's just how they came. They came that way, kid. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah. You'll shoot your eye out. I know this episode has been really random and, and really we didn't get into a bunch of these like sort of random toys and stuff. But like, I've got a question for our listeners, which mm. is, were there any sort of toys that you found or mm-hmm. that you were, you know, super, super into? You know, we didn't even dive into our obsession with 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, man. We've got a lot of uh, friends and listeners that are far better experts at these things. Oh, our buddy than, Dustin. Than both of us. Yeah, Dustin over at Wizards. Yeah. Uh, that Weekend Warrior. Oh, no, no, no. Well, two Dustin. Dude, that's an excellent, real quick, that's an excellent YouTube channel to go check out. I was talking about Dustin Downey. We have two Dustins who are like toy... Aficionados. Uh, toy aficionados, yeah. Another toy that I always wanted... But I, I remember I only remember the show was that Brave Star show. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah. yeah it was yeah, like yeah. the futuristic cowboy. I never had any of the toys, but I always thought they looked cool. Brave Star. Yes, dude. Holy crap. I forgot about that show. Yeah. There's so many of those shows, man. I know. Oh, man, like, it was just like... Visionaries so funny was though, one. Man. Yeah, Visionaries. There's so many... Like, we always talk about how you're trying to get me to watch a TV show or something, and I'm like, well, there's just... It's like I'm oversaturated. And it, yeah. it, the same is true for the kids, but I feel like nothing is as... Uh, interesting as yeah. some of the like plot lines and things that were i mean god even this one that we first talked about black star this is like some astronaut that gets sucked into a black hole yeah and then ends up in another world and like has to help these creatures there's i mean i say there's nothing like that that exists yeah until you dive into the world of manga and anime oh which yeah that type of storytelling is still going on and has been mm -hmm. since so. well and, and also too you 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 quickly start to realize, like, that, oh, wait a minute, Brave Star, like, he had this mechanical horse, and it's like, well, that, that, that's because that's what they, they had in vamp the original Vampire Hunter D movie. Mm. And, like, you see... Oh, you, a lot of ripoffs. Yeah, though. you start to see, like, direct, sort of, very watered down for the sort of mm -hmm. American, American audience. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting you bring that point up, because I noticed something... But real quick, I want to go back. Everybody just go to the Instagram page for That Weekend Warrior, and you'll find a link to his YouTube channel. It's got like, he go, he dives into some Ninja Turtle stuff that I was like, dude, oh, I man. completely forgot about that. Yeah. So go check that out mm -hmm. and a little, you know, shout out to him. But what you're talking about, about sort of like that borrowing of, of tropes and things like that. Mm -hmm. As we get closer, and by, listen, by the time you've listened to this, a couple dates have, have already passed. May 4th, so may the 4th be with you mm -hmm. uh, on Star Wars Day. And then also Free Comic Book Day yeah. has come and gone. But, you know, I use this time of year to kind of get and watch some Star Wars stuff. And mm -hmm. having kind of been really sort of entrenched in uh, samurai movies and manga and these, like, storylines and tropes and stuff, I... Remember, you know, years ago and, and as a youngster and my dad kind of explaining this a little bit, the fascination that George Lucas had with the samurai culture. Oh, yeah, man. And I always thought, yeah, 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 it's, you know, it's prevalent. So as I've watched more of these samurai movies and stuff, mm -hmm. I, I've come to find like there's so much in even the prequels and stuff and how they've got like their Padawans and like their apprentice yeah. basically and, mm -hmm. and even like the, the different the honor that's involved in like the, the you know, lightsaber duels like and Jedi, stuff. Yeah. yeah, man, it's just very parallel and, and, and I mean, almost just like a straight copy. I mean, I think we talked about this either on the one of the Patreon shows or, or on a episode here, 
I mean, God, Mandalorian is basically lone wolf and cub. Oh, yeah. Exact. You yeah. Know? I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's just kind of transposed into uh, this world. And those tropes are so fascinating. And it's cool because there's so much good storytelling mm-hmm. that exists, you know, deep inside of other genres that you might not either be uh, a super, like a fan of. Mm-hmm. And so in, in that sense, you don't give it a, a chance. And for so many years, 40 plus years, I was that way with, with anime and stuff. And now that I've kind of started to watch, well, you know, I, I do less watching of the anime, actually more of the reading of the manga. I've right. come to find out like, man, there's just so much good story mm-hmm. that, that like, that's why it's so addicting me. I can't put these books down because there's so much just amazing stuff, stories about friendship and, you know, all like adventure and all this, you know, I haven't dove into like the real dark stuff because I'm not super into that necessarily. Mm-hmm. But the stuff yeah, that I'm reading now pretty is dark fantastic. Stuff. Now, did you, uh, we've kind of talked about this before was like Star Wars figures and stuff. Did you get super into those whenever you were a kid? You know, it's weird because I, th- I think, so I was born in 81. And so I remember my babysitter, and I've said this on the show before, it's, it's one of those things that I just, in a way, I wish I would, just would have just stolen them because <laughs> later in life, I tried to buy them. But so as a kid, I remember my babysitter, Brenda, she had a son named Sean who would have been like a teenager getting into adulthood when we were real little. But she would let, she would go into the back room and oh which, I mean, like I would be so pissed because it was at her house, you know, it was just yeah. a, a babysitter at her house. And she would go into his room and bring out like, the Death Star with like the little like mm, garbage mm. pit thing that would like close in on him and like it it was amazing like I mean he had everything all the X wings the Millennium Falcon the, like all the stuff it was incredible wow. and so later in life I tried to see if she would just like sell me some of the stuff because I thought mm-hmm. it was you know just so cool and you know she was like no Sean didn't want to sell it so that was kind of my only. I mean, I love Star Wars, like the movie, but that was sort of my only, you know, because they weren't selling the the toys really yeah. anymore. So they were a little bit before me as far as like... Well, I mean, they, when, when Return of the Jedi came out mm-hmm. in 83, so mm-hmm. yeah, we we're pretty young. Yeah, so yeah, I would have been three. Yeah, so. I don't know, man. For whatever reason, I was super, you know, into it. I had and have a fair amount of, of Star Wars. Well, so, so so were you getting them like overseas? No. So, I mean, this kind of is the time period when I was back in the States. So from like kindergarten to third grade, I was back here. Hmm. So I didn't move back to Indonesia until like uh, the end of third Hmm. grade, middle of third grade. Interesting. Like I had a few figures. I mean, I still have a few, which I mean, again, they're like the most just the dumbest figures. I have like the the little chubby guy, the Rancor handler. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like bald. Yeah, you know. And then I have like one of the you know the generals on the Death Star and like the gray suit with the yeah. weird hat helmet. Mm-hmm. Just these weird figures that like again, you know, going back to the top of the episode, it's like I don't know how I acquired this, yeah. but I do remember any time we would go to like flea markets and stuff, which. I still love doing, yeah, uh, me but too. my wife's not into it at all. So it's, you know, it's kind of rare, but I love, I mean, well, we both do. We love going to like antique stores and consignment shops and all that stuff. 
just to see if there's like any, you know, gold buried in them hills. But I remember like going to flea markets and you would see like the loose, loose characters in like the little plastic bags. Mm-hmm. And that was probably the only, the only place that I was able to like get them, which is, which yeah. probably explains why I had like the dumbest characters. Yeah. 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 You're like, oh, this guy, I think he's in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There's a lot Which, of that. You know, it's funny, man. You say, like, you know, see if there's any gold in them there. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I think there's a couple different types of collectors, you know, whether it's toys or comics or books or, you know, whatever. There's a couple different types. Whatever. For me, it was, you know, when I walk into Wizards, for example, I'm just looking for stuff that, like, I want from the good old days. Yep. You know, too. something that will either complete my collection mm-hmm. or, like, oh, man, I remember this. Something that's going to make me remember that time and not for like oh i'm gonna re- i'll give you an example this this uh crag the clubber that i just you know showed mm-hmm. you one of these things sold on ebay for like 450 bucks uh, back in 2020 just now, the figure well it was like him the dinosaur and i think probably the box the box you know, that, yeah as a kid dude i don't have any not even a one not at all the only thing i did do have of that is like you remember the G.I. Joe blister packs? Mm-hmm. Like, we, but we would cut out the back cards. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so. Those things were so cool, too. They you were had awesome. All the details, all the, you know, we'd yeah. make our own up and stuff, too. I mean, every single, like, package, like, you could tell it was like the characters were, like, all hand painted, mm-hmm. you know, on the cover. So cool. So cool, man. Yeah, G.I. Joe's were, I would say, I mean, I was a huge Ninja Turtle guy, but, you know, before all that, like, G.I. Joe's were definitely, like, my number one. I mean, we had... I mean, I specifically remember going over to my cousin Colt's house or, like, friends at the time, and, like, I mean, I would literally have a trash bag over my shoulder just just packed full of G.I. Joe's. Yeah. Because they were so cheap. They were, like, three, four bucks a, a pop, you know? Did you ever have, like, kids... This is how they sit. We had, like... My brother and I had some friends that would be like, hey, man, do you guys want to come over after, this was in Indonesia, but they'd be like, you, want, you guys want to come over after church and, and play figures? <laughs> is that how y'all, is that how you refer to it? No, you know, but I haven't thought of this in so long. What would we say? Do you want to I mean, I don't know. Both of us were like looking at each other like, what the heck does that mean, you think? I think it's kind of like, I mean, this may be like a Southern thing where every soft drink is. Yeah, I want to play toys. No, it's like, you want a Coke? So yeah. I think, I think we just called all toys GI Joes. GI Joes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we kind of did that. Like that's why I think both of us are like play figures. I don't know. Okay, what does that mean, man? Like, I don't even know what a figure. Hey, he's is. got an older sister, right? Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> like we would. Uh, I mean, and it would just like we would play figures, but yeah. we would play with these action figures for like hours, you know, and hours. Yeah. Now this was an era. Once I was there. I'd say this is closer to like the Dick Tracy, the the mm. Ninja Turtles, yep. those kind of size figures and stuff. Yeah. He-Man and all that. When I lived in the States before that, like younger, yeah, it was G.I. Joe's almost only, man. You know, yeah, we yeah. would only use the Transformers as a means to be like, well, I guess, yeah. I guess this G.I. Joe can ride on top of that one, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But it would just be, I, I just loved how much, like, yes, Nintendo existed back then. My friends would have one and we would play. But, like, the amount of time that would spend just, like, setting up these battle scenes. Oh, dude. 
and then just be like, you know, crash them together and it's all over, you know? Yeah, see, I'm glad you said that because I was always the kid and I've noticed that I'm, I'm still like this, an adult, like whenever I play with my kids, it's like, I mean, I would spend so much time like setting stuff up, like the like sort of, you know, it's like my favorite part in movies is always like the training montage or the, you know, getting ready, doing the bandana. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, you know, cocking your, you know, putting all your ammo and your, your weapons and stuff like it was always that like there's just something that was always so appealing to me about, you know, just getting everything like ready and set mm-hmm. up. And then it was always a little bit of a like a I don't want to say a letdown, but it was always like that to me, that was like the most fun, you know? Yeah. For so. me, it was like I could visualize the scene playing out in my head. Yeah. So me too. like if I was, you know, flying a plane around all of that, I was like, you know, holding it close to my face. Mm-hmm. So that I could be like, you know, in the angle of it yeah. all. Like you were saying before, I think this is really interesting about, you know, once Turtles came out. And I don't know why with the Ninja Turtles it was so much like, oh, we got to like find all of them. Like that yeah. was sort of the first time other than like G.I. Joe's originally mm-hmm. were uh, like to me it was always like the bad guys were like just as cool if not cooler oh, yeah. looking uh, than the good guy. So it was like, it was never, it wasn't like most other toys where it's like, yeah, I don't really want the bad guy, but I guess I'll get it. You know, with, yeah. with G.I. Joe's, like they all looked just so they cool. Really cool. Yeah. yeah. I had so many favorite G.I. Joe uh, characters and stuff that, you know, like one of them was like Tonal Rat. You oh, dude, Tonal Rat was my favorite. God, he was so cool. Yeah. Dude, actually, well, this is not a fun fact, actually, but when my Aunt Linda died, who I've mentioned a hundred times on the show, she was the one who. We would always go to her house. She kind of kept my cousin Colt and his sister Haley. You know, they were always over there. She was kind of like a second mother to my cousins. But we would always go play over there. And she surprised me with a tunnel rat figure one time. And it was always like my absolute favorite. So much so that I never really like played with. I would, but it was like he's not going in in the mud. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I actually put him in her coffin whenever uh, oh man that's awesome when she died yeah so yeah old tunnel rat which man you know that's weird now that uh you think of his name and then now you think of him being in a coffin in the ground hmm. that's dark took a turn there man <laughs> took a real turn jesus yeah i don't know man i i think anytime i i think that is part of the reason why i have stuff like this on my shelves and stuff because mm-hmm. it's like little moments of of my it's artifacts of my own history yeah right you know what i mean and, yep. and like all of those things will either call back a, a memory or mm-hmm. like a moment and it, and it's like you know fun times that either I, I shared with my brother or just funny things like the fact that he tried to convince me that this terminator tour was his and mm-hmm. not mine you know things like that <laughs> i look through a lot of these toys and it's like oh that's definitely one of his you know yeah. it's just fun man and moving has kind of like I said earlier in the show, given me the opportunity to kind of look up some of these random characters that it, I don't remember. I mean, everything from like Burger King toys that apparently oh, I still have. Yeah, dude. To, now I did have a lot of those. Were they like the Transformer type? Because um, McDonald's had like their own like like Transformer. Oh yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, those dude. were awesome. Yeah, yeah. I love those, those McDonald's toys, man. Were really cool like yeah the, they were you know the french fries that would like transform and like yep, the, you know exactly. all that stuff i had like all the california raisins and what was cool about oh, it is too, dude yeah 
it was so hard to find like certain ones. My great grandma used to, because she knew we liked those things, she would either get us Smurfs. Yep. I or had those too. Yep. California raisins. Yep. Know. Yep. And they were kind of the same, weren't they? Uh, like relatively the same kind of. I mean, it, it know, seemed like material. probably the same artist like, yeah. worked on those maybe. Yeah. No, I remember. So I used to travel a lot with my, my grandparents. Like they used to travel a ton. And like, uh, I remember my uncle Stuart, uh, who's a green beret and you know the military and stuff. And he got stationed in Texas. And so actually it was in first grade and your wife's mom, Miss Brown said, you know, my mom went to her and said, Hey, you know, we were wondering if he could, if he could miss school for a week to go travel with his grandparents out to Texas. And she was like, yeah, cause more than likely he'll, he'll learn more that way anyway. And it was pretty cool. Cause I came back knowing how to spell like Mississippi <laughs> doing the, in my crooked letter, crooked letter, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And on that trip, which it's, I don't know. I just, it gives me so much sort of such a fond feeling of like my grandparents, because I remember we literally stopped at Hardee's. I mean, it was multiple times a day, probably. Every meal. Yeah, yeah. trying to find these mm-hmm. these different California raisins. And we ended up finding ones that, that they didn't have, you know, yeah. here in Georgia. I How love that How did they do that, dude? Like, that's what's fascinating to me. How did they make us, how did these companies make us into these like collect, like that collector vibe. I don't know. So early on, man, like you just had to have those things. I mean, it was like, if I don't get every single one of these, mm-hmm. it's just going to suck. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, and I, I remember, I mean, this is something that's been going along, going, you know, for a long time. Cause I remember my grandmother had like, had a collection of like the McDonald's, like glass, like mugs or something. Oh yeah, dude. Or like the, uh, there was, there was, McDonald's cups that they had something to do with like, I, it was either McDonald's or Burger King that had like the the wrestling cups, man. And my great my other great grandma had those, man. And we used to just laugh so hard because she loved wrestling <laughs> so much, dude. <laughs> that was so amazing. Funny. I mean, I feel like that's sort of that American kitsch kind of thing. I, that's been around a long time, like that sort of collectible thing. But it is weird yeah. to think about, I don't know, just that idea that like, oh man, here's here's a McDonald's that we've never been to. Maybe we can mm-hmm. swing in here. You just don't really have that anymore in the modern age, which is kind of sad, yeah. but like it was I mean, always they kind like... Of, they kind of do, but it's less, there's much less, imp- you know, like, well, like, like make some cool stuff. Well, I remember like specifically like stopping in at a McDonald's that we had never been to because we knew that like, oh, well, maybe they're going to have like a Happy Meal mm-hmm. toy that we, we've we never seen at our McDonald's. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I would love to have any of the toy expert friends and listeners that oh, we yeah. have on mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to kind of go over this stuff. I mean, we've talked about having Johnny on because oh, yeah. of the... Uh, Batman animated series stuff. He's really into those. And, and Marvel Legends. He's, has like he's got some great, he's got an amazing collection. Yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. Uh, Dustin Downey, our buddy Dustin at Wizards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a lot of, a lot of folks that are, uh, I have a buddy, Mikey, who worked at Mondo for years and now he has his own like sort of, sort of boutique, like toy com- company that's kind of like a retro kind of thing. Um, there's just this whole thing. And I think ultimately all of this to say, there's people that like collect things, mm-hmm. and then there's people that don't. For example, like my wife, mine too. Like would just be like, "No, you already have, you know, too much." And I don't know what it is, man. It's not. I don't know. It's like 
do I really need all these books? Am I just going to read them the once? I don't think so because I've reread books before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But is it, you know, am I just like crazy? No, I mean, I, th- I think you and I both are pretty big. Just we just have that collector mm-hmm. mentality. A- and and we talked about this the other day. It's that it's the idea that like, you know, I'm never going to be the collector who like gets something and then doesn't take it out of the box. Like yeah. a lot of and, and I'm not putting those people down, but like I've never been able to be like one of those guys. Dude, I struggle with that so much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, especially when it comes to like new figures like Mandalorian, mm-hmm. all those things. And me and Johnny have talked about that before, mm-hmm. too. I mean, is it weird? like I got to, I still have the boxes though. Well, it's funny you just said Johnny because our buddy Johnny just moved up to Illinois. I'm going to see him again at Heroes Con, which, by the way, shameless plug, I am going to be tabling with uh, my art rep and a lot of the other artists on Inky Knuckles at Heroes Con in Charlotte on June 15th through the 17th, 18th. Um, so, so tragic because I know. I'm, oh, man, I, I, know. I was going to go and yeah. be right there and hang out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the tragedy, when I say tragedy, the unfortunate thing is that is the exact time mm-hmm. that my family and I are going to be uh, uh, in Canada. So Real cool, man. Real cool. Yeah, well. um, no, but come see me. I'd love to see you guys. And uh, just come say hello if you're up there. I was saying that because, so like I said, Johnny is a huge uh, Marvel Legends collector. He has like all of them. And we're talking like. I mean, it's, the collection is like when I first saw it in person. It's wild. It is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it's like amazing. Like a whole, like if you could imagine an entire wall of you know three figure deep. You know, I mean, like yeah, dude, it's 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 crazy. Um, But what's funny is like, so he just moved to Illinois, and uh, we were talking, and I was like, man, how's like the move going? Because you know, I mean, he's he's a, I mean, I would say he's even a bigger collector than we are as far as he's a huge toy guy, and it's it's so cool. I, I know that I can't get into that because. It'll just be like another thing. Divorced. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I'm a huge like art collector and art books mm-hmm. and like original art and stuff. But he is a big time toy guy, much like our fans, much like you guys. But he was like, yeah, you know, I'm just having a having a tough time. I'm debating on if I should like throw some of this stuff away. And my immediate response is like, no. Yeah. And so he was like, yeah, you know, I have like two giant garbage bags of just Marvel Legends boxes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, man, like, I would never want you to do that. Just bring them over to the house, and I'll we'll just keep Storm. them in the basement. Yeah. yeah. My wife gets on to me all the time, dude, because I've just got, like, a closet full of boxes. Mm-hmm. Same. Well, pal, I think we should wrap it up, especially for those folks out there who could give a shit about toys. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us over on Instagram. Feel free to jump in the comments. Say hello, introduce yourself, you know, just get in it. Shoot us a DM if you would like to tell us a story, maybe local legend, some folklore that's, that's uh, you know, localized to your area. If you want to tell your own story or your own account and you want to send Or the us, things that you like to collect. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's perfect. Pogs. Please do that. I never got into Pogs, by the way. My brother did, of course. But, uh, yeah, jump on over to that would be radpod at gmail.com if you want to shoot us like an essay or whatever. Or if you would like to tell your story in your own words, feel free to sh- jump over to that would be radpodcast.com, our website. 
sort of a one-stop shop. You can do everything and you can leave a personalized voicemail in your words, in your voice, and hopefully we can uh, eventually have it in a show, which is pretty cool. Get out there, tell one single friend. If you have time, go leave us a five-star review. It really makes a big deal for us and uh, gets us in front of more listeners. If this show isn't enough and you just wish you had a little more rambling from your good pals, Tyler and Woody, head on over to Patreon, our rabbit trail, is uh you know there to suit your needs no matter your financial situation uh you know there's multiple areas and even if you're the lowest tier or the highest tier we are so thankful so appreciative Mm -hmm. it really means a lot to us i guess that's about it can you think of anything else Woody? i think that's it man right on well we hope you enjoyed our show about toys it was a nice little little brisk little walk back down memory lane and um we definitely will be retouching on this topic in the future with, uh, with hopefully some, experts. some, yeah, the experts with some interviews with, uh, you know, toy makers and uh, huge toy collectors that know tons and tons more than than Woody and I. So uh, get ready for that. I guess that's about it. Well, we love you. We appreciate you. And as always, be rad. That's the way it
granted. I mean, man, I've really tried to do the coffee thing, and it just doesn't work, man. It, like, makes me so shaky for some reason. Because you're lame. Okay. I mean, what's it like to be, like, so, like... You're so stupid. Like, weak, like, physically weak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I often, it does, sometimes, I, I just, like, I'll wake up in the middle of the night. And well, I'll just wonder, like, boy, poor Ty, like, what, I wonder what it's like to be so physically, like, weak and, like, frail. I mean, the thing is... And then I cry for a second because I just feel sorry for you. Is my, then, my physicality is, like, that of a person with muscular dystrophy. But my brain is just, it's like a supercomputer. So yeah, it's a good trade-off. Do not, this is one thing that's true. You do not get a history award. See? See what I mean? For, uh, for being the weakest in the brain department. My uh, okay. accolades speak for themselves.